This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. Did you ever feel like you had to be good enough for people to like you as a kid? And maybe you even feel like that now as an adult. If so, this could affect the way we view God and how He loves us. But Scripture is clear. Our salvation is by grace through faith, not by anything we could ever do. If you have trusted in Jesus, God loves you unconditionally. Through the current Talk About series, Grace, you'll help your kids hold fast to this incredible truth. Talk About Family Discipleship subscription from Awana helps you lead your kids through God's Word with a weekly bundle. It includes a simple conversation guide to share scripture with your family, weekly hands-on activities to apply God's Word to your kids' everyday life, and bonus materials like coloring pages, memory verses, parent prep videos, playlists, and more. You have the greatest influence on your children's faith. Help them walk with Jesus for life with Talk About. Try one free month with promo code Hannah on talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Again, that's promo code Hannah on talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Happy Thanksgiving week. I don't know about you, but I feel like the holidays have snuck right up on us. As we enter Thanksgiving week and then the month of Christmas, I felt it would be appropriate to put together a little series on gifts. As overwhelming as this season can become, I thought it would be fun to turn the stress of shopping and gifting into something a little more positive. The gifts I'm talking about are the ones that we can offer the world all the time, just by living out the talents God has given each of us. Whether we realize it or not, we all have really special things to offer the kingdom of God. As the fire began to burn more deeply in me to do something for God, I began to evaluate what I could bring to the table. To be very honest, initially, I felt like there weren't many job openings in God's kingdom for a stay-at-home mom. Sadly, I feel like this is something that many Christians can relate to. We let little lies settle in like, who am I to do that? Or, I'm just a fill-in-the-blank. I could never do what they do. It's like we get stuck thinking that the only quote-unquote qualified people who really make a difference are preachers or evangelists, and that's just not the case. Today, I wanted to share a concept I learned about a few years ago that helped change my perspective on this. And since it helped me, I figured chances are good that this could help someone else too. You may or may not have heard about this concept before. It's called the Seven Mountains of Influence. In essence, these are the seven facets of society that have the most influence. The exciting part is that we all fall into one or several of these categories. Now, I'm a very practical thinker, so having categories to look at immediately made me feel like I did have a space to make a difference. So, without further ado, do we want to hear what they are? They are government, education, family, business, arts and entertainment, media, and religion. And arts and entertainment are lumped together because they kind of merge. So here's a little excerpt from the Generals International to give you the origins of the concept before diving in. 
1975, Bill Bright, founder of Campus Crusade, and Lauren Cunningham, founder of Youth with a Mission, developed a God-given, world-changing strategy. Their mandate? Bring godly change to a nation by reaching its seven spheres, or mountains, of societal influence. They concluded that in order to truly transform any nation with the gospel of Jesus Christ, these seven facets of society must be reached. Religion, family, education, government, media, arts and entertainment, and business. I mean, it's genius and so simple. Of course we all have a place. Of course we all have a role to play. We are, after all, the body of Christ. We can't all be preachers. And while God does give us a list of special giftings in the Bible known as the grace gifts of Christ, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, see Ephesians 4.11 for that, chances are we aren't going to feel like we fall into any of those categories. I'll jump into those gifts another time because they are wonderful and worth learning about. But again, words like apostle and prophet and teacher are a bit intimidating. I prefer to look at the more practical ways our gifts can serve. And that is exactly why the Seven Mountains of Influence was such an eye-opener for me. It gave me a jumping-off point. It allowed me to ask myself what group or groups I fell into. And then I could review even more closely the things I brought in those areas that were unique to me. For example, I knew I was a stay-at-home mom and felt very much that my first sphere of influence was the family. But beyond that, I knew that God had given me a gift for writing, art, and photography. I also saw God had given me a platform on social media because of my husband, whose career is on a world stage. The more I mulled it over, I thought, well, I can influence my family for Christ, and I can use arts entertainment to encourage others in the media sphere. In a weird way, it was like a key to crack the code of how to use the natural gifts God gave me. And not just how to use them, but where to use them too. With all of this in mind, my hope is that this series equips you to look at your own gifts and see how and where you can live for Him, influencing the kingdom in ways only you can. After all, it is the season for gifts. (laughs) Practically speaking, I thought it would be helpful to break down each area of influence and, as an added bonus, point out people in the Bible who fall into the different categories. And just like God loves to work in the unexpected, He also loves for us to use our gifts in these places to bring about His glory. Pausing for a moment, friends, to tell you about the incredible Thistle Farms, a social justice enterprise that provides healing, housing, and employment for women survivors of trafficking, prostitution, and addiction. They are based here in Nashville, but have more than 500 beds around the country through their network of sister organizations. The way they employ survivors while also funding their programs is by selling beautiful candles, lotions, scrubs, and essential oils that are handmade by women survivors they serve. And trust me, guys, their products are unbelievable. Their body scrub, I don't need to go a day without, especially in these dry winter months. 
so good. But like I said, they do have so much more than candles and scrubs. They have beautiful gift sets. They have essential oils, body and spa products, and even home decor made by survivors around the world. You can learn more about Thistle Farms, their mission, and their products at thistlefarms.org. I'm so excited to gift their products this holiday season, and I hope you do the same because every product truly creates life change for the woman who made it. And just for you all, Thistle Farms created a special code, UNEXPECTED, that will give you 15% off when you enter at checkout. And now back to our show. So let's start right off the bat with a big one, media. According to generals.org, the media mountain includes news sources such as radio, TV, news stations, newspapers, internet news, and opinions slash blog sites, etc. The media has the potential to sway popular opinion on current issues based upon its reporting, which is not always truthful or accurate. There has been a rise in Christian news services, which is needed. However, to bring transformation to the mountain of media, Christians who are gifted for and called into this type of work must be willing to report righteously and truthfully in the secular marketplace. So what's funny to me is that this was written years ago, before media ever evolved into what it is now. In fact, in 1975, I doubt they could ever have imagined what a huge impact media would end up having in society today. For example, in recent years, we have seen evidence of how media has majorly impacted political outcomes, social movements, cultural norms, and even cancel culture, not to mention so much more. But even years ago, when this was written, they still noted the importance of reporting righteously and truthfully in the secular marketplace. And I guess I'm starting out with media because we all play a part in it nowadays one way or another. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. It's what they call the new town square, and it seems to be the primary place people go to share what is going on in their lives and in their worlds. And although these institutions are not known to be overtly reputable, they are a source of direct information from individuals to the public. For better or for worse, this means we are enabled to speak directly into the world. We can share opinions, testimonies, stories, and experiences. We can build communities, feel connected, and share encouragements. These are all beautiful qualities But we also know the downside that comes from this place. Once again, these cons are if the reporting is not done righteously and truthfully. I know I'm probably not telling you anything you don't already know, but I'm saying it all as a reminder of how influential this space truly is. Be mindful of how you use it. Remember, words have the power of life and death. You can be using yours to speak life into the world. Bring light into the darkness. Be an example for all those who see. These are the things I'm saying for all our sakes because it is such a part of our daily lives. There are others of you, though, who may have a more direct connection to media. You may work for a TV station, radio station, newspaper, or magazine. You may do reporting 
or simply work behind the scenes. You may bring coffee, check source credibility, or write scripts. And if you do any of those things or aspire to be in one of those major positions, I want to ask you, are you doing those things with the integrity of Christ? Now, I'm not here asking so you feel judged, but rather to make you reflect on the gifts that you're bringing to the table in this place. You may be a talented speaker. It may be that you're a natural reporter. You could be gifted at interviewing people and making them feel comfortable and welcome. You may even have the gift of humor while delivering news or writing scripts in a way that inspires hope. You may excel at directing news shows, editing footage, or capturing moments. You may be incredible at audio, lighting, or production. You may have any number of gifts that could play into this area of influence. Are you using them? And are you asking God to show you how to use them for Him? See, gifts we consider natural to us are actually those special gifts that God placed within us at conception. He knew what they would be and He gave them to you with a purpose and for a reason. It isn't by chance that you can do those things. Colossians 3.23 says, For whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not for man, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. And before I forget my biblical reference, I wanted to note a person in the Bible who would have fallen into the media category. Although I am taking a little liberty here in my example because 2,000 years ago they didn't exactly have media as we know it today. They did, however, have a verified form of communicating news. And I'll have to tell you, it wasn't easy to scratch up a reference here. But thank you, Lord, this came to me, and I know it must have been a God reminder. The guy I'm talking about is Mordecai. Yes, Mordecai, the scribe. The same Mordecai who raised his cousin Esther from the book of Esther. See, he was a scribe. And in those days, scribes were essentially an extension of the government. Their work was to transcribe laws, edicts, and other legal documents. It may sound menial, but it wasn't by accident that Mordecai was gifted in this area. And by the end of the story of Esther, Mordecai dictates an edict to be sent out all over the providences. This edict totally rendered a previous law useless you know, the one meant to annihilate the Jewish people. So because of Mordecai's understanding of legal matters and his scribe work, he was able to quickly write and send out this new law to every single province, delivered by the fastest horses in the king's stables all around the country. The Jewish people were delivered from their foes, and a scribe, technically a member of the Mountain of Media, played a part in it. And that is exactly the point. We all have a part to play. We all have gifts to offer. So you see, for those special folks out there who already know what their gifts are and are already pursuing their calling in that area, you are doing work God prepared for you. And at the end of the day, you are able to serve Him through your giftings. And as for the rest of us, I say us because I assume a lot of you are like I was before hearing about this concept. Still sifting through your gifts and trying to find your place, hold tight 
because we have six mountains left to cover in the next few episodes. My prayer is that by going over each of these places of influence, you'll be able to determine your mountain or mountains of influence and be more confident in pursuing God's purposes in each and every one of those places. And just a heads up, I'll be taking a little Thanksgiving break next week to recover from holiday travel, but I wanted to encourage you to be thinking about your specific gifts over the next few weeks. Not only that, but I pray you'll realize that you don't have those gifts by chance or by mistake. They are very much God-given and on purpose. In the meantime, get excited because we are going to discover all about the other mountains, education, family, business, arts and entertainment, government, and religion. And that leaves us with a lot of ground to cover. My prayer is that by the end of this series, you'll use this information as a kind of key to cracking the code on your personal gifts, how to use them and where to use them. The very things that make you unique, different, or set apart may be the very talents God is wanting the world to see in you. After all, He is the God who works in unexpected ways. Happy Thanksgiving, sweet friends. May your week be full of food, fellowship, faith, and good health. I'll catch you all back here in two weeks to pick up where we left off for this special holiday series, Gifts of Influence. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share it with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.